there's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts, get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owler. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing the murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck the censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff and a... Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his song's about two grown men Dressed up as a bird and a dog Welcome to the bonus thing, it's the bonus thing Yo, Bonus go, thing inside go. your face, it is the bonus thing It's time for the bonus go. episode of the Wolfful Island thing Listen to the bonus app well, I love Your energy thing. is incredible when you get into this one <laughs> You're so like... You're like uh, a, a marathon runner on the last lap, and you can see the sort of the crowd, and you can see yeah. the finish line. Yeah. And when he, I was a kid, I, I I was like, as you know, very big. Yeah. And we were doing a four hundred meter race, and managed to negotiate uh, a ten meter head start just based on my size. The teacher let me have a ten meter head start. Wow. And I really powered for the first hundred meters, and I thought I was going to win it, and then I came in last. <laughs> There's nothing quite. Isn't it a weird thing to think back to that of those days, right? When you were in head for like in the in, like the fucking front of a race, in head of a race, and you thought you might that might be the moment that changed oh. all of your schooling. If you could win that yeah. four hundred meters, if you could fucking take that hundred meters, that would be it. Like that'd be enough. You wouldn't just that uh, yeah, you, know, you wouldn't just be the kid who fucking pissed himself in the fucking yeah <laughs> yeah eight in the fucking school canteen on this fucking fifth week at school you'd have a little bit more to your legacy you'd have won something and like almost like actually when I look back and think every time I got close to that sort of moment in my life like the anxiety or almost the fucking fear of winning and and, and actually sort of doing it and actually fucking completely just ruined that moment like I I overly think the win before I even got close to the finish line yeah 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 it's horrible yeah. You, you you want it too much. Yeah, that's what happens. Did you were you good at any sports at school? Well, thank you for asking it like that. Um, what? No, no, no. I'm just. I was terrible at all of them. Like, I'll openly admit. I was, I was awful. Good. I was genuinely awful. I, I find it remarkable. I, I think it's almost certain that you're better at football than me. I think it's almost yeah, but definite. Like right? you, look, look, my I adore my dad. My dad is literally my hero. Like, my dad took over the uh, school's like B or C team, right? as a man, like, as a coach. Uh, and I think in a lot of ways, just so we'd have a C team and I could be a part of the C team because I wasn't good enough for the A or B team. And I always remember a car ride home with him when he had to tell me that I wasn't going to make the C team. That, <laughs> But he was still going to carry on coaching them because he saw a lot of talent out there, a lot of underdog spirit. Like, knowing at yeah. the age of fucking seven or eight that your your destiny is to be essentially a ball boy or a fucking assistant manager is, is a pretty yeah. bleak one. Yeah, I used to play rugby a little bit because I was quite big. And um, they looked at me and put me in the A-team. I played a game for the A-team. 
then moved down to the Bs, and then eventually found my level, which was the C team. Uh, and even then, I subbed for them sometimes. So I think I've talked about it. Listen, I, I remember taking for somebody up. with the natural rugby physical attributes that I had to still be that shit. Is <laughs> actually more of an achievement. I uh, I remember um, trying to take up chess because I thought that would be the one. And I remember like yeah going to a chess tournament because I think I think someone there at, at the school thought that there'd be sort of like this real sort of like sort of I, I wasn't an academic kid and I think they thought oh actually no he might actually, actually do it and it might be like an aggressive chess I lost every game in this awful chess tournament we were playing quite against quite a posh score as you well know my, the schooling I had wasn't posh um, yeah. but we had one teacher who I think was sort of trying to do that kind of Michelle Pfeiffer kind of vibe of just sort of bringing chess yeah. I lost every game and at the end of it they gave me a little medal for sort of being the best sportsman because I didn't seem that I, I, I genuinely at this moment probably was about eight and I remember they gave him a medal and I went, oh, this is for best sportsmanship because you didn't up seem upset about losing. And I said, eight. Hey. Well, I'm just quite used to it. Oh, no. <laughs> that's just, that's so sad. Uh, it's really mad, isn't it? Because it's left me with a, a complete absence of competitiveness. Yeah. You know, because yeah. it, it, when you lose that much, you sort of stop caring. And uh, as you just said, and when you do League of Their Own and you, you, you work with, Sports people, not just sports people. They, it's fair to say there's quite a few comedian comedians that I'd say have got very very yeah, competitive. Yeah, that's edge. true. But but they just I can't relate to having a competitive spirit. I can't. I haven't got it. No, do you know what I mean? Like I just and you know sometimes like Freddie or Jamie or Mike. I think Mike had sort of watched enough of the show to know that had nothing about me. But they sort of go to me. Do you, do you not? We got to win this. And I go, D like, do we? Do you know, like, in the new do, series... Do we got to win this? Who's the most competitive I've ever been with on there? And, by the way, I will say she's brilliant and I think she's hilarious. Jill Scott is there to win. Very competitive. Yeah. She's very competitive. Shout yeah. out Jill Scott, by the way, because I actually was like, she's so, she's so quick, so funny. But, I, I am excited to see what people, how people's response to Jill Scott on that show. I think she's brilliant, man. I'm not, I'm not saying this is, like, part of some sort of PR thing. I'm not saying this is, like, I'm trying to pump up the show. She, she's unbelievable on it. Yeah, I think she's yeah. great. I was lucky enough to be on her team and uh, she, she's really, but she genuinely gave us a team talk before and said to me, I really want to win. And I won't, I don't want to give a spoiler away, but yeah, I mean, I, I felt like, yeah, I was the sort of like, yeah, the albatross that she didn't need. I, I sometimes play FIFA against the computer and at the end just sort of be like, well, fair, fair play, mate, you've smashed that. You, you know, so yeah. you, sometimes I think the PlayStation's going to go, do you want to give us a game? Do you know what I mean? Like against the bot just being like, oh, no, 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 fair play. You deserve that, mate. Take that with you. Uh, before, well, I say before we start, we spent seven minutes absolutely wasting everyone's lives here. But um, the, we've had a few emails in about the environment thing. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. And what they've said is, first of all, I was sort of right. Not as much recycling of that stuff gets recycled. Uh, I got criticised for my comparison with a long haul flight because they're two completely different things. Okay. But what they did, what the unanimous thing is, is recycling. You, you, you are, you are making a difference if you recycle. Really? So, yeah, that's good then. So I'll okay. just keep so doing I that. thought you'd find that reassuring. Yeah, no, no, no I feel good about that. So I, I kept. So, on... yeah, can I just apologise because I actually did get it in the neck a little bit. Really? Because, well, people thought I was being dismissive about recycling. I, that wasn't my intention. My intention was to sort of say they're making us do this or suggesting that we do this is actually worth everyone's time is actually making a difference and it, it turns out it is so 
I'm you sorry. Know what, Rob, that is an actually very, very important trait in humanity is that you've held up your hands and said you got it wrong. Well, yeah, and if only some of the politicians would do that. Am I right? Oh, God, here we go, TikTok. He's back. Uh, oh. the, the, other, the, other, the other thing that they said was is that reusing is actually more impactful than recycling. Yeah, I've got an old plastic bottle I use all the time for water. So. Well, there you go. And that's, that's probably what's going to be the thing. that If they're sort of calling out one thing that's really made the, the tipping point for the... See, what you've done decline. there is you've, you've said something that we should be doing that I've just openly admitted and sort of like said I'm doing. And you well, said... you've been... No, no, no. Because what you've done there, what you've done there is you've... You, and you know exactly what you've fucking done, okay? You know exactly... You're so gleeful. Is you've taken the piss and opened the door knowing that I'd jump in on it, knowing that what you would do is just absolutely fucking hammer punch me in the back as I walk through the door that you opened. <laughs> Um, it's also worth saying while we're here that um, uh, you're so like, that is what you're so happy with yourself. I walked into the trap like a little man. Oh, that's that looks like some nice cheese over there that Tom's left for me. Um, Let me go see. Let me go. Ooh, I think he's put out some of that smoked brood of basil cheese that I love. Let me have a little nib. Oh God, my back, my back. Um. <coughs> Uh, it's also, also worth saying as well, guys, that uh, for the live show on the 2nd of November, so a few tickets left, but also um, there, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we will need emails for that show. So if you're coming to the show, you've got a problem or a misdemeanor or something going on in your life, uh, email in and, uh, yeah, we'll get those up and running. I, I would almost be impressed that you remember to suggest that, but then I remember that you are on tour with Gratz last night and Gratz would have told you to do that. Yeah, Gratz did tell me to switch his yeah. So, So can you just put, if you're coming to the Apollo show, can you put Apollo email yeah. as part of the thing? And then, and then whatever the subject of your email is, okay? Yeah. So that we know to sift them for the for the actual live shows. And then what, what we'll do is... We'll have a screen there. We'll put them up on the ones that we select. We'll put them up on the screen and we'll shout you out on the night. And if you don't want to be shouted out on the night, just go. Don't don't draw attention yeah, to me. Yeah. When you I do mean, Robert's just done the T's and C's there, mate. Yeah, I think I have. Yeah. Um, thanks once again to the Swan. Is the Swan uh, coming to the um, live show? Oh, is the Swan coming? Just a bit, mate. Just you a know bit. who else is coming? Not the cat. <laughs> the cat is going to be there. Her first live show. We're going to see the. The paws of the cat open the door on the Apollo, are we? Yeah, and the beak Why of the swan. that? Both yeah. in attendance. Both sitting there, just shaking their heads there. Well, that's something to look forward to. I actually suggested to Lisa that we'd, we'd bring her out on stage. Yeah, yeah Catherine and, was over there. Uh, the reaction was absolutely disgusting to that. So Yeah, yeah. So if you're expecting to see them, I would say it's unlikely. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just yeah. know that they'll be there. Yeah. Uh, okay, this is from the Cocker Spaniel, who says, Hello, you sweet, sweet boys. I'm in a predicament, it's too far, I can really do some advice. On a recent outing to the gym, I returned to the locker room, sweating like Big Tommy D, devouring what? a madras. Oh, that's nice, that's nice. That's a sort of little bit of, yeah. A... <laughs> uh, the tennis club had just finished, it's got a tight squeeze on the benches. Usually this wouldn't be a problem, excuse me for sounding like a peeping Tom. Certainly not one. I happen to notice that of the 20 or so dudes within the room, it was only myself with a nearly landscaped front garden. Neatly front landscaped front garden. I'm knocking on the door of the big 4-0 and certainly wasn't the, the youngest in the room. I was taken aback with a blatant disregard for the level of grooming. Am I alone? Should I be letting go? I like to keep myself groomed and sometimes experiment with lengths and patterns, etc. Is it normal behaviour to keep yourself neat in this way? Thanks so much. Love the pod. The Cocker Spaniel. The well-trimmed Cocker Spaniel by the sounds of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I've said about seven things since this bonus episode has started that I've regretted. One is the Bruder Basil mousetrap <laughs> thing. The other one is uh, just what I did there, the well-trimmed Cocker Spaniel. Yeah. Uh, You've got a bit of a cold, but you've got some sniffles in you. So. Yeah, but it's making me really terrible. Anyway, go on. Uh, <laughs> Do you trim your bush? Yeah, I have a little trim up. Yeah, yeah. I try to keep it as, yeah. as best. Like, like, not overly so. I went through a stage of really, really, like... Getting down to the room. Yeah, I went. I went. Clo- I went close for a while. Yeah, just sort of yeah. stubble like colour me bad in the nineties. Yeah, yeah, and, and it was bad. <laughs> That's a good reference. Um, yeah, I've I've let it sort of like uh, I've let it grow out a little bit more now. I, I'm not quite as sort mm. of like brutal as a, like I I found it very uncomfortable going that close. But yeah, I think I itchy, think itchy, right? Yeah, itchy for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I find the bum thing itchier. You have, have you got a hairy bum? What? You got a hairy bum? Uh, I very rarely look at my bum because I'm so ashamed of it, but uh, I do think it is quite hairy. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever shaved it? How far in are we talking? Do you mean the cheeks? Have yeah, you the shaved cheek. your yeah, cheeks. You don't go to the. I mean, you can You give you a li- give a little nip and tuck around the fucking crack, but you don't go fucking deep inside the crack. I don't think I've ever trimmed my butt or that area now. Because I tell you, let me tell you, in the summer you trim your butt hair the itchiness is especially if you're away and you're going swimming and you know like the netting bit in swimming trunks that's like a torture it's awful yeah like really really bad but yeah i I think that but each their own i I think a little i think a little trim up is nice i think i think listen you know without beating around the bush excuse the pun oh my god arguably that's the worst one now yeah, well, it was sort of accidental, and then I sort of carried on. Um, the, the 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 penis and bush area is probably one of the ugliest things in nature. Yeah. So I think anything you can do to sort of make that look a little bit you more check, presentable you, is probably are, positive. Are you trimming your balls as well? Are you like... Yeah. What have you got? Have you got a manscaper? No, I've just got a separate... Also, by the way, so manscaper are fucking supporting every other male podcast apart from ours now. Well, I guess they've looked at us and thought, that, I mean, why would we get two of the hairiest men in comedy to fucking... <laughs> Get involved with man's Yeah, but fucking, well, I probably use them more than anyone else. Yeah, I just use an old beard trimmer. No, <laughs> you, you have to be very careful though. Old rusty. It's fucking yeah. so grim just the thought of an old smelly yeah. beard beard fucking yeah. trimmer. I, I haven't really cleaned it much. It sounds like an old chainsaw when you fire it up. <laughs> just a bit of masking tape with Rom's pubes. <laughs> <laughs> Rom dick shaver. Do not use on faith. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's a good thing too. But I, I you know, if, if somebody wasn't doing that, I wouldn't. No, I don't no. think I would be. No, I don't think it's. I don't think it's. I think I think as well. Like yeah, each their own. I think it's very much like haircuts, you know, beard cuts. I think some people like them longer. Some people like them shorter. Yeah, so. you know, and what a wonderful, what a wonderful world it is that you know everyone can do what they want. Yeah, you know. Yeah, free to do whatever you want with your pubes and such. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, keep doing you. Keep on keeping your pubes nice and delicate and, and nicely done. But yeah, <laughs> God, what's the end of that sentence? <laughs> I was about to sort of go back for a brass of cast and say if anyone's got any interesting uh, pubic hair uh, uh, shapes well, and designs, yeah, ping them yeah, into Romesh. But then I remembered it was Lisa yeah. who opened the emails. So, yeah, uh, exactly. You're basically asking her to get dick pics. No, no, no. So don't I'm busy do that, inviting dick pics to my wife. <laughs> no, but uh, uh, also it's a quite a big thing to put a pattern in your pubic hair because it's quite unruly, isn't it? 
I wouldn't mind like a heart around it. Wow, that's, that'd be quite romantic. Do that for Valentine's yeah. Day. For Valentine's, yeah. I what would you I go? Would, sorry, yeah. so would you go the heart on top, or would you do the heart? So it'd be like. I do the heart around it, so that sort of dicks growing out of it, like a turkey head. <laughs> like a turkey head. Yeah, yeah, it's quite a nice look. Yeah, I'd like to yeah. maybe a star would be quite good. That's a great idea. Yeah, yeah, it's a really nice idea. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it, so look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love, and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This is from the Stoned Goat. Uh, but, sorry, thank you. Thank uh, you. What's your name? Yeah. Thank you, Cocker Spaniel. Um, this is from the Stoned Goat. Hi, Rom, Tom, and the gorgeous Swan. I'd like to remain anon for this. So can you call me the Stoned Goat, greatest of all time, or weird bearded creature that screams a lot? I'll let you decide. I recently took your advice about calling out a friend if they're being racist. Let's just say it didn't go as planned. It quickly became very heated. I won't go into much detail, but he got very defensive and tried to justify it by saying things like, it's just a bit of a laugh and there's more racist people out there. There's a lot more racist people out there than me. My questions to you, sweet, sweet souls, are as follows. How would you go about calling out a friend for being racist? What would you do if the friend in question is closed-minded and doesn't agree with any of your points? How would you diffuse the situation if it got heated? Side note, me and my partner went to be seeing Rom in Exeter on October the 14th, but it's October the 14th, but it's been cancelled due to flood damage. The rescheduled date doesn't work for us. We've had to get a refund. We're hoping you'll do some live shows down south sometime soon that we'll be able to come along to. Thanks for taking the time to read this long-winded email. Much love to all the sweet, sweet souls involved in the pod. Keep doing you to the max, the stone goat. Shout out to the MVP, the one and only JT, the glue that holds this beautiful structure together. Um, I'm just going to quickly throw in, actually, um, before I give you some advice, if you have got some money uh, for Romish's tickets uh, squabbling about... Um, Bournemouth isn't that far away from Exeter. Um, uh, and Bournemouth just, is far away from Exeter. Is it? Yeah. Well, it's but with the savings you make on Romish's tickets being almost double the price of mine. Um, wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. You could probably get a nice holiday in or a travel lodge and come to Bournemouth. Um, is it, I thought Bournemouth and Exeter still quite close. Are you looking, are you? I'm, I'm, I'm looking it up right now for you. Two hours, 37 minutes. Okay, yeah, maybe that's a bit of a push, but I know for a fact that I am in Exeter as well, so, yeah, there we go. First over, first quenched. Um, so, yeah, when it comes to corner, right, number so one. Just, just, sorry, just before you carry on, that I just want to know, because what you've just done there, you've said it very casually, but I just want to know, is that what we're doing? Is, is that how it's going with it? <laughs> no, it's not. No, don't. no, 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 but that, because what you've done there is... You've directly marketed to people that are coming to see me to come to your... So I just wanted to know, is that... No, 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 I just want to know, is that how we're doing it? it I, 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 look, I, I'm just trying to establish what the rules of the game are here. So that is that how we're playing this? No, 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 no. No, no, I was just saying... Because up to this point, I've been bigging up your tour and like... No, I'm bigging up yours. I'm bigging up yours all the time. When? I'm like, at the end of all my shows, I turn around. So, by the way, Robert, she's on. No, you don't. I was at your fucking show. You didn't even do it when I was there. Yeah, because that would have been eggy for you. You'd have felt awkward. What, Eggy, and then bringing my brother on for a, like an emotional, crawly fucking. I might just wear a shirt. I, I could wear a t shirt of your tour. Your tour's smashing it. It's selling out already. 
everywhere I go, all I get is, oh, Romish is coming here and we've already brought tickets for, like, 2027. I'm like, fucking hell. It's next year, Tom. Don't do, again, that's strike two now. We've put a little <laughs> boot in. Okay, 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 my darling. Right, right listen. Uh, okay, go on then, do the advice. So... Firstly, I think uh, credit to you for calling out racism um, of any type. Um, and I'd say that the response that you've been met with is sadly quite a common one. Uh, and that sort of, uh, that awful sentiment of, oh, there's people out there who are more racist than me, in itself is just about the most f- fucking idiot, idiotic thing you could say in, in a response someone called, like, you know, because there's no such thing as, it's like being, you can't just be a little bit pregnant you know, you're either pregnant or you're not and you're either racist or you're not and you can't just be a little bit racist or, or qualify it by going, oh, there's other people who are more racist. It's, it's an abhorrent thing to be and you shouldn't be, you know, they shouldn't be that at all. So, but knowing that if that's their response and knowing how they're justifying those kinds of beliefs, the truth of it really is that I, I think you'd struggle to get through to anyone and 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 get them to change their opinion. Look, it's, it would be an amazing place if you could sit with people and, and talk about things such as this and get a valid point across. And I think it's really worthwhile trying to do at times. And I really, really believe that, you know, but when someone comes up with a response like that to being called out and becomes aggressive, you're sort of, you know, hitting your head against a brick wall, really. I, I think it's, They've made up their mind that they there's no they, they probably know deep down what they said's wrong, but the truth is they're never never ever gonna turn around and admit that. And what they're doing is validating the bullshit that they're street that they're coming up with by saying, Oh yeah, well, you know, there's worse people out there. And um so look, credit for you for doing that, but it, it's a really difficult thing. I I've had so many arguments like that and, and sort of, and and you know, whether it's you know, we're talking about like you know, homophobia or you know, trans or racism, and you try and call someone out, and you try and have that, try and put a sort of what's right and what's right wrong, and there's there, there's no area of grey in this. You're either a racist or you're not. There's there's not a middle ground for me, and yeah. So um, credit to you, but I would be yeah. It's it's a really difficult thing to change people's opinions, even to the point where you speak to them and say, look. Da, 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 and, and give them evidence of what they're saying is racist or is homophobic and then trying to qualify that it's not it's yeah it's very difficult so look, credit for you for doing so and uh, keep on fighting a good fight and um, it's always good to hear that you've got people like yourself out there so God bless you um, yeah I'd sort of echo a lot of Tom's sentiments there I mean I don't hear a lot I don't get people I, I you know, very rarely do I hear racism from a friend about someone else for obvious reasons. But um, I do think that, um, well, first of all, what I'd like to say is I'd like to say thank you for calling out racism because as a person of colour, when somebody who isn't a minority calls out racism, it I, I just appreciate it so much because... You know, it's just an amazing thing to do and you could easily just let it slide and you chose not to. And that's like a a great thing to do. When I was a teacher, one of the things that we got told about disciplining kids is like, if you say to a kid, um, you're bad, 
the, the difference between that and the reaction you get from the kid and saying your behavior is bad is massive in terms of like, it's a difference between saying the kid is a certain way and saying that what they're doing is wrong. And the psychological difference of that is massive. And the reason I mention it in this context is calling somebody a racist is much more inflammatory than saying what you just said is racist. Because what you're doing is you're putting a bit of distance between them and what they said. And I think that's kind of the way to play it, is to say to somebody, because if you accuse somebody of being racist, they're immediately on the defensive, which it sounds like what your friend is. And I don't know how you handled it. So, um, But if you're saying to that person, you're almost acknowledging, because they won't believe themselves to be racist, you're almost acknowledging that they're not a racist, but what they said is offensive and racist. What you're doing is you're putting a bit of distance between them and what they said. And even though that might not be 100% how you feel, it will, it will probably lead them to think about it in a way that they don't they don't immediately go on the defensive and, you know, just explain to somebody why that's the wrong thing to do. I think that the sort of racist, sexist, homophobic language that was sort of acceptable as banter years ago, I think that being a race, some people sort of argue that that's a shame because it's, you know, banter being, you know, taken out of the equation or whatever. But I think it's like in many ways, well, not in, in almost every way, it's a positive thing because you're not normalizing that behavior and it should be shocking when somebody says something like that because if somebody feels comfortable you know i would feel really uncomfortable if i encountered a group of white people and i knew that they'd been making jokes racist jokes but then they were like well you don't say that to them you know but it's all right for them to say it amongst themselves i'd i would hate that to be the case I know it is the case in a lot of things. I know that there's lots of people that sort of bandy about that kind of language and stuff like that. And they would never say it to you because they don't consider themselves to be racist. But the fact that they would say stuff like that, I think is disgusting. I'm not saying it's always going to be about Asians or whatever, you know, racism takes many forms. So look, I, I, I've sort of talked around the houses, but I think it's like a way of like, how you tackle that without being inflammatory, without getting that person on the defensive straight away, I think is, a, is, a, is an important thing. But above and beyond all of that, well done for doing it. And I hope that that hasn't put you off doing it in the future. You know, it takes people like you to kind of call it out for it to sort of start to disappear. Um, so well done for doing it. Absolutely, 100% well done. We both applaud you, so thank you. Um, sweet, well sweet done. So. Okay, what do you think? One more? One more, my baby. One more, my baby. My little prince. Um, oh, I don't know why this one's included this, because this actually requires a little bit of... Okay, well, let's just see. Uh, this is from the Happy Hyena Cackle. Hello to you both. My husband and I are regular listeners of the show, which acts as a wonderful shared tonic to the hustle and bustle of balancing work-family life. We're very much looking forward to Tom's show in Norwich, and we'll manage to get tickets for Romish's show one day, hopefully. One thing that always makes us chuckle is the regular bit Tom does of Romish. And it's refreshing to see that a similar bit of Romish acting as Tom is appearing more and more frequently. Our challenge is this. Please could you make a conversation with the two of you with Romish as Tom and Tom as Romish? Wow. Thanks for bringing the light through many a darker moment. I mean, it's quite a... Okay, cool, okay. I mean, I'd probably start I mean, with one of your catchphrases. So, I was having a little look on TikTok the other day and having a little stream through, uh, and uh, I found... Can I, can, I just, can, I just, can I just stop you there? Can I just stop you there? No, no listen, I absolutely love the bones of you. I adore you more than any other oh, human being on the planet. Here we go. Another punch in the old face. But... 
genuinely, that might be one of the worst things that's ever been uttered by a member of humanity. Like, you're on TikTok. Look, have a look at yourself. Like, I love you. I love you. But that, is, that might be the saddest thing you've ever said. Do you know what I mean? And I don't want to get persnickety about it, but it really is. Uh, uh, so can I uh, stop you there? Can I stop you there, right? You've just said persnickety. Now, persnickety, right, ain't a word, Tom, mate. Persnickety. Okay, but you know what I meant. No, no, you know no, no, I mean. no, 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 no. Let me correct you, as is my way. Persnickety isn't a word. It's persnickety. Okay. But what? Sorry, sorry. Who decided it was persnickety? Like, I'm so sorry. Somebody just decides the words a word, and that's what we've got to go yes, with the whole time. Yes, Tom. That's how words and grammar and mathematics work. The elders of our culture come up with such and since. <laughs> okay. Well, I think what we've established there, if anything, is that. The <clears throat> requisite impressions of each other are much more harsh on me than they are on Tom. <laughs> Your impression's really good, by the way. I will give you that. It's actually one of my favourite things. Yeah, okay. And actually, uh, can I just say to the swan, thank you for picking that email, because that's a really lovely way to yeah, end. Thank you so much. Uh, I mean, as it carried on, I just thought, <laughs> I've got much less ammo here than Tom. It's, I've, I've got into, I've fucking taken a jam donut to a knife fight. Um... <laughs> Oh, let's just do one more quickly because this is actually quite quickly answered. Okay? Oh, okay, so this is from Mac uh, to the lovely Wolf Allen Swan. Thanks for checking out my email. I've been thinking about this for weeks now. Straight to the point. Would you rather? This is a would you rather. Really cool. A, take a year hiatus from your friendship where you're not allowed to speak with each other or mention each other's names. Okay, that's option number one. Yeah. Option number two, take a year's hiatus from your jobs as actors, comedians, and entertainers. Okay, three. Have JT go rogue because he's had enough of your shit and release leaked versions of all your podcasts with the bleeped out content left in. Those are the three options. Okay, which one would you go for? Number one, three. I don't think we say a lot of stuff on here that's unhearable. I think JT does a, JT's incredible, but I don't think we say anything too mean. But So I'm sort of going to take that one out of the equation. And I, I'd probably say I, I, it would be... I'd go... I'd go B. Rather, I'd, I'd, I'd feel very lost if I didn't have you to talk to. And your friendship for a year, and as much as that, yeah. like you know, might make us after a year go, oh my god, I, I don't think I could get through a year. I'd find it a lot easier to get through a year not working than I would not seeing yeah. you. Yeah, I, I would agree with you, Tom. Exactly the same. Um, I take you, and listen, there's absolutely no doubt about it. I regret it at the end, having had a year of just sort of continuing to talk to you and watching my career go down the fucking swanny. <laughs> but that is the option I would initially take. So there you go. I don't think releasing the bleep content would be that bad. No, no. So, I, mean, I think we're pretty open on here. I think there's the you know, bleep. Yeah. There's a couple I can think of, as we say, that yeah, I think would probably be yeah. career ending. But yeah. apart from those, I mean, ones, and bleep these names. But I think actually we're very much ahead of the curve with old. Uh, <laughs> bleep the name JT, but um, yeah, we, we... yeah. I think I think we went in on before it was fashionable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now people yeah, everyone's doing so. it. But yeah, there we go. Yeah. Um, um, all right, well, listen, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Big love, people. Uh, we'll see you next time. We will see you next time. Love you. Love. Bye-bye-bye. If you have a problem, opinion, feedback, or anything at all, please email us at wolfalpod at gmail.com. That's wolfalpod at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, mainly because we don't have any content ideas. Thank you.